This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim for the 200th time. Wow, 200 episodes. Yes, that is uh, that is crazy. So this is a special episode where we... It's really a retrospective of our last eight years of our podcast. And in this episode, well, for those who regularly listen to us, we normally look at the trends for the past two two weeks. But in this episode, we're looking back over the last eight years and hitting some highlights of things or events that happened and also looking at some of the major trends. And that's what we're going to look at in this retrospective episode. So Abby, you want to start us off by taking a look back over the last eight years and where we've been? It's an interesting trip down memory lane. And and I think there's something valuable about doing this. I hope our listeners find this to be valuable. We've been, we started, our first episode was aired, or I don't know, how do you put podcast? Did, did it air? I think air, yes. Air is appropriate. Okay. December 24th, 2013. So it is pr- pretty close to exactly eight years later. Right. Uh, I think my math and my dates are no terrible. I think you're right so <laughs> so I just want to lay it out there for our listeners to begin with that like we'll be saying dates and things like when Facebook started and things like that please double check anything I say I know you're accurate Tim but I I'm a mess I make I'm, I'm just like throwing things at the dartboard it gets close I think people um, will forgive you for that <laughs> well okay so to give the broad picture for everyone who, who's listening, we started uh, December 24th, 2013, and we've done roughly 25 podcasts a year since then. So this is our 200th podcast. And in that time, we've noticed a number of trends and issues. We've seen a couple of fads. In one of our very first podcasts, we talk about the difference between a fad, a trend, and an issue in our field. That's episode number four, if you want to go back and take a look at that. I still think it has great legs, and so it's a a good one to listen to to hear our perspective on the differences between those three. And I agree with you, and I think that uh, just as a quick recap, that an issue is something that is just endemic to our field. It's it's just part of the the basic DNA of our field of instructional technology and instructional design. Uh, a trend is something that kind of has been going on for a while that that gains a lot of popularity and continues for a while that we need to focus on. We need to pay attention to. And occasionally, a trend and an issue will kind of converge, so that a trend will grow into an issue. Um, but that we've seen a number of trends in the past years. We A fad is kind of a flash in the pan. And most of us, I think, can think mostly about fads in terms of like our favorite toys as we were growing up. There were certain things that, uh, well, this tells you how old <laughs> I am. Hula hoops were a fad when I was a kid. What are those? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, the, you know, like Masters of the Universe mm-hmm. toys were a fad that were that have had a resurgence but you know um uh, whereas barbie is like a perennial fad you know she'll she's she's almost like an issue of toydom but that the uh that a fad comes and goes fairly quickly 
Here's what we saw in the past eight years. We saw a a lot about social media. And I'm, we're actually, we talked about this ahead of time, mm-hmm. Tim. We're trying to go in, in order, mm-hmm. roughly, because some of these things kind of overlap with each other, go back and forth. But to give context, now, uh, this predates our first podcast by quite a bit, like almost a decade. But uh, Facebook int- was became popular uh, around 2004. Twitter started in 2006. Instagram started in 2010. Flipboard, our favorite magazine app, uh, started in 2010. TikTok started 2016, 2017, depending on who you're you're asking. Um, but we see all of these social media pieces as something that's very important, and it's something that we almost constantly refer to as citizenship uh, and security. Those are those are issues that that keep popping up for us. Um, in our field is the idea of the the well-being of the, the student, of the learner, of the participant. And uh, those have been uh, trending in terms of the, the articles that we see and the issues that we have to contend with since we started uh, the podcast. So th- those have been going on for quite a while. Now, something that a little more specific, because now it's become ubiquitous, but when we started uh looking at, at everything in our podcast in the 2014, tablet devices were still relatively new. Right. The iPad was introduced in 2010. The Microsoft Surface was introduced in 2012, and they started gaining popularity from there. And so we start seeing a lot more about mobile devices, mobile learning, learning away from the desktop, learning everywhere. Uh, and the, the idea of uh, having a large enough screen with you all the time that you can actually get something out of this. And telephones, well, sorry, cell phones, smartphones, smartphones become right. intelligent telephones. How old am I? <laughs> well, hula hoops, right? <laughs> hula hoops and telephones. Wow. <laughs> um, but the... Uh, but it's true that, that that the tablet devices did open up sort of a world of mobile learning opportunities, as well as uh, smartphones becoming larger and more uh, useful in right. terms of their screens and their interactivity. Along with that, we saw MOOCs. 2012 is the introduction or the, really the gaining of popularity of, of MOOCs, massive open online courses. We reported a lot about those mm-hmm. uh, seven, six, seven years ago. Badges and credentialing is something that's come up perennially. Uh, the idea of um, gaining some kind of token, some kind of acknowledgement for uh, work uh, done in terms of learning um, that isn't necessarily a semester hour or a, a student credit. Um, net neutrality, net neutrality, which I got to admit, when I first looked back, I was telling you earlier. Yeah, it's been around I for a while. I thought it was going to be like a more recent yeah, thing, no. but we've been we've been talking about net neutrality since yeah. the since 2014. Right. Um, well, and all of these things point to a larger issue, mm-hmm. which is access for all. Mm-hmm. The digital divide, uh, in terms of uh, socioeconomic status, uh, the access for for everyone. Uh, also, geographically, mm-hmm. access for everyone, rural communities right. having access and, and internet connectivity. Um, so these are all things that, that that's the big issue, access. The maker movement. This was, I mean, oddly, this was kind of eclipsed by the whole pandemic mm-hmm. situation, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But 
the maker movement 2012 2014 is when we see roughly around those years we see 3d printing become 3d printers become available to consumers at a reasonable level they they stop costing thousands of dollars and start costing hundreds of dollars and so uh maker spaces become a very interesting trend in the the mid uh, 2010s let's call it 2014 we see a lot more uh focus on the idea of creating maker spaces in libraries in schools in other institutions you know settings but that we see this sort of public space and along with that we see uh, a greater focus on personalized learning they seem to be separate from each other in terms of the articles that we see flip but we saw a great deal about personalized learning at that point and a lot of it came down to learning on personalized learning in a communal space doing your own thing, working on your own project, but doing it among others who are working on their own projects as well, which allowed for things like just-in-time teaching to become a focus uh, and uh, the, the, the instructor as the guide on the side. Um, and so we see, we see that. We then see, oh my goodness, <laughs> voice-activated computing, which you and I joke right. is sort of artificial yeah, intelligence, yeah. sort of AI. Yeah. <laughs> But it, and we, I guess we shouldn't say it's sort of. I'm, I'm being a little cavalier about it, but it is. It's related. It's, not necessarily, yeah. it's, related. it's related. It's closely related, yes. and it gets closer and closer yep. as AI gets better. Um, the, it does become. Siri was introduced in 2011, Cortana 2014, and the Amazon Echo 2014. These were all when their first iterations came out. So we see a lot more, uh, a lot more of us as educational technologists. We're looking at voice-activated yeah. computing, and, and there there was a moment where we talked a lot about the issues with it, and kind of the ethical issues of everything being recorded, and how does that play oh out in the goodness, classroom. So right. those were some yes. interesting uh, articles that we we that wrote. was fascinating. Yeah. yeah, and and artificial intelligence in general right. becomes comes to the fore. Mm -hmm. We start worrying about this. The other thing that happens simultaneously: wearable computers, wearable computing. Google Glass is introduced in twenty fourteen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember getting a pair of Google Glasses, and I got them as soon as they became available to developers. So I paid $1,500 in 2014 for uh, a pair of uh, Google Glass um, and was ridiculed as everybody else was <laughs> for, for wearing them. Um, Apple Watch in is introduced in 2015. And these are the two things that I think, I think you and I agree most people view these as the sort of the most visible right. items of the time. Um, so we start thinking about ubiquitous computing. We start thinking about cloud computing. We start thinking about how the Internet of Things right. becomes an important uh, thing at this point. Even our toasters are right. somehow clocked in. Everything so connected. And, and wearable yeah. computers. Wow, if you've listened to our podcasts for, over right. the years, it was a trend for a very long time. It was a hot topic. It was, yes. Hot topic 2015. Yeah, yeah. I think it was always one of yep, the top four it trends. Was. Um, also, another one of the really top trends for a long time, virtual reality. Virtual reality, augmented reality, and ultimately what we refer to as mm -hmm. mixed reality yeah. or extended reality. Now, going back, of course, 
Google Glass ties in with this as well. So reminder, Google Glass 2014, the Oculus Rift 2016, Microsoft HoloLens 2016, Magic Leap, the augmented mm -hmm. reality, yeah. which was which held such tremendous promise, it did. but never really quite gelled um, and seems to be gelling more now. But 2018 is when they, we first started seeing uh, more about Magic Leap. So yes, this whole idea of VR, AR, extended reality, XR, mixed reality, MR, that we start seeing more of this. But you and I were talking about this and I I love virtual reality and I, mm -hmm. I, I do a lot. You and I both mm -hmm. do a lot of looking at this and have done a lot of this in the years. But I got to say, I think the funniest opinion piece and the most probably the most accurate opinion piece that I've seen about VR was in a recent issue of Wired magazine. I think it was like the October issue or something where the author referred to VR as being judged the way we judge um, rich children of famous parents. They have such potential. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we never seem to be terribly critical right. of them. But it's kind of, VR has been like that since Jaron Lanier. Right. Now, okay, hula hoops and telephones that you can laugh at me for that. But the fact that I can <laughs> like remember Jaron Lanier's work with VR in the 1990s, mm -hmm. late 1980s, yeah. that's kind of important that, that we, we look that it goes that far back. Paul Merlucky was playing off of some of Jaron Lanier's work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is, this is, uh, Interesting. Now I'm going to get a call from Palmer Lockie, who I've never met and I respect tremendously, but I'm sure he has plenty to tell me about how I just mangled the history of <laughs> VR. Um, but uh, <laughs> but but yes, we so we see that now. 2020, right? Really, the very the very tail end of 2019, we start hearing about COVID-19. Um, 2020, schools start shutting down, and we all go into uh, remote mode. And so what do we see? Video conferencing. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, everybody has to get up to speed on video conferencing. And so within the last couple of years, everything has been about hybrid instruction, video conferencing, a very he hefty look at instructional design. That increased really pre-pandemic, but, but even more so because of the pandemic, more and more people were, were struggling with how to design instruction in settings that they were less familiar with. Right. So that really became a solid trend that we saw regularly. Over the years, we've seen seen it here and there surface, right. but right. regularly over the last two years. And we were talking also, we suspect that it's it reflects also the growing sophistication of some of the larger organizations right. in our field for getting articles out into social media and into mm -hmm. the things like the curated media. Right. Um, certainly ASCD, uh, the Association of Supervision and Curriculum Development, has become much better mm -hmm. at getting articles out into a, a larger world. Uh, the Association for Talent Development also much better in recent years. So we start seeing more of their articles. Um, but we do in other places like EduCause, EduTopia, some places that we know EdWeek, places that we normally have always seen a lot coming out. We see a lot more instructional design learning design thinking mm -hmm. uh, you know the strategies that are that go beyond any one technology they're just strategies for creating good instruction but yeah we and hybrid instruction this is introduced yeah. in 2020 but it's actually been around for quite a while we referred to it for a long time as blended learning mm -hmm. um, 
And uh, the other thing that's really popped up more recently, student engagement. And part of that is because of the lack of engagement that people have noticed in this new environment. So we see a greater focus on student engagement mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I, in terms of strategies for, for gaining more engagement, uh, you know, creating more engagement among students. But Tim, that good gravy. Well, was that, we've been, we've been, that was that good. That was that whirlwind It was, tour. look back over the last eight years. But yeah, but that brings us up to the present. And so what we've seen is um, that we've seen a lot of things that that really have sort of stayed the same citizenship mm -hmm. security right. the the well-being of the of the learner is paramount importance and it has been for quite a while but we've also seen a lot more about the three the three-dimensional world coming you know kind of the, what what was once uh, the idea of atoms being translated to bits that's like the 1980s and 1990s when we try to digitize everything we start seeing in the 2010s 2015s we start seeing bits to atoms, the 3D printing and the VR, the idea of immersing ourselves in the experience uh, until we get to a point where we the pandemic causes us all to kind of turn inward and we don't really want to share our goggles with each other uh, at that point. So we stop doing as much with VR as we had been before. And we start worrying more about video conferencing and about the, the value and the importance of remote instruction and remote teaching and doing it the best way we can. That brings us from December 24th, 2013 to December 28th, 2021. Crazy. Eight years. Well, that's uh, that was a, a good look back. We like uh, that brings us to the conclusion of podcasts. Episode 200. Episode 200. A, a retrospective wow. view. Well, we'd like to uh, thank, of course, our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and, of course, our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Episode 201, we will be back into our regular format of looking at the trends that we observed over the past two weeks. And this will be a special one because it will come out in the next couple of days before the end of 2021 so we look forward to hopefully another eight years right yes <laughs> another eight yes. years here's to another 200 more exactly. episodes so thanks everyone thank you this podcast is produced by professor abby brown at east carolina university and professor tim green at california state university fullerton copyright abby brown and tim green 